feel like you know when like, oh, influence... I've sent it. Oh, she's here. Hello. Can, Hello, you okay? Are we, are we opposite way to you? Is there any way you yeah, can... Yeah, I can turn this way. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. God. I'm in a right nightmare. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, my God, it feels so weird that you're not here. Yeah. I'm like, I feel out of sync. Um, well, at least you've got enough, like, space. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, spread. Got the whole sofa to ourselves. Um, oh god! Do you know what? As well, I literally laugh every week, thinking like I'm just strolling into Katarina's room. Yeah, and I yeah. sit sitting on her sofa. Yeah, it's uh, so funny. Like we own the place. I know. When when she's back, she can she'll just be like chilling. She'll, she'll just be room. doing her work on the desk, and we'll have to uh, take yeah. over. Definitely. Okay. I just realised as well. I think like this goes live on like my actual. Instagram feed, so there's like loads of people joining that are really random from school and shit. <laughs> that's so funny. Like, Maybe they'll like it and yeah, keep hopefully. like coming back. Yeah, that's true. Good. It, it has changed though, hasn't it? Yeah. Cause like I said to Zoe, I couldn't figure out how to get to add you on. <laughs> yeah. No, I requested. Okay. I requested oh. to come on, and then it just okay. said you'd accepted it, so I don't know. We got there in the end. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. So to start off this week, um, we are doing the theme for this week is International Women's Day. So obviously, um, that was was that on Monday? Was it yeah. International Women's Day? But so basically, we want to talk a little bit about oh, I feel like we're going to cover quite a lot of bases today on the topic of women. Obviously, as it's very I, feel, I was going to say, I feel like it's very um, yeah. very topical yeah this week so yeah. we're going to sort of cover stuff like um like women who inspire us um sort of women rights stuff that we're happy about stuff that we're not so happy about and also this week um courtesy of chloe's amazing brain we're gonna add a new se- segment um which is like the news article segment so stuff that's like quite topical in the news i think especially this week it's obviously the perfect week to start off with obviously i'm not gonna do any spoilers you can you guys can guess what we're gonna talk about for the news article thing so yeah to start start off we're gonna do our highs and lows as per so Corey. yeah um so yeah this week was kind of like tricky actually thinking about them um because i try and do it like thursday to thursday really so like it'd been like a weird weird week um but yeah, I think everything's just been so busy. Um, like every day, it's either like something uni related or working. But like, it's actually been so good for me. Like, I feel like I feel most productive and like actually get like I'm forced. You know how I was saying last week mm-hmm. in my tip that like just to get stuff done that you've been avoiding. Yeah. I feel like you have to when you're really busy because there's mm-hmm. no other option. Um, yeah, definitely. And you can't like just waste time sitting around. So that's actually been really good for me this week. Usually, I'm like, oh things are so busy but it's been good um and then my low was literally just like this terrible weather at the moment to be honest because every time I have like planned to go out on a walk or something like the weather's so bad and then there was like that nice weekend when it was really sunny and then I was working the whole weekend and then yeah it's just against me but um it's been really windy today and yeah, the so sun is weird. like trying to creep so i'm hoping it stays by the time we finish this so i can go outside <laughs> lovely so yeah here like the sky's blue but it's you know i, I definitely don't think it's yeah gonna stay like that yeah i reckon a little bit of rain is scheduled so probably... <laughs> um yeah moving on to mine so my highs i had a bit of like time off this weekend um just to you know chill basically for a bit um which was nice i actually decided to give myself a day off wow um i know incredible um and then as well i actually forgot the last week um like just after we no it wasn't last week it was the week before just after that like i I got an interview for like um an assistant psychologist position which i was really happy with so that's kind of like backtracking a bit but Oh, well. And then, yeah, my low of the week is we had, like, a meeting the other day about work and they're, like, deducting our pay. And it's really just, like, throwing me off. I, d- I don't want to work there anymore. Mm. I'm really just quite fed up. And I actually woke up this morning and I've decided that tonight when I go to work, I'm actually going to quit. 
Um, wow. Oh, my God. This is for you too. I am going to, like, basically, if I hand in my notice now, then I've got, like, Louisa's book quit. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, if I hand in my notice now, then I've got a month, um, which is my notice, and then I've got to have a month off before I do bank, which works well anyway because my exams are at the end of April, and it means I can just chill for a bit. Um, oh, my God, that's such so good yeah. news. Yeah, and also, yeah. I feel like that's such a like perfect timing thing with everything mm. that's very brave Definitely. as well i feel like thank you it's quite like an emotional commitment for you so like yeah. well done i can imagine it was probably quite hard to yeah. decide yeah but very well, good i just like literally woke up this morning and i was like i just sat up in had bed, a brainwave sent josh a message like i'm quitting <laughs> yes. like, he came upstairs like what like what? when did you decide this i was like obviously if i sleep but <laughs> <laughs> i love but, it yeah. Yeah. brilliant join but me yeah, so I suppose that's quite like good news bad news in one so yeah, yeah. lovely amaze yeah um, and my um yeah, I feel like I live a lot like simpler life than both of you no I feel like you keep us grounded <laughs> but my high um of the week is I spent um last weekend like doing loads of like baking and stuff and I made like these packages to send like um, my mum, like my boyfriend's mum, and um, my nana, and like I don't know why, but I literally absolutely loved making it. Like I made it all so pretty with loads of like nice like polka dot like tissue paper, and I wrapped it all up really nice. And like I don't know, even like writing out a card and just being like, oh, I love you so much and stuff was just so like wholesome and like mm-hmm. I don't know, it was just so nice. And like they've received them now as well, and like oh, like Corey was oh my god, well, yeah, witnessed my. Mom it was and so hard for me yeah on facetime <laughs> honestly i wanted to cry i thought it was so cute but yeah so that was just like good like food for the soul um but then i kind of like a caveat to that um it's not like too it's not getting me down too much but it is strange with like mother's day and stuff not being at home like i think i think i always made it home for mother's day like even yeah, at uni and stuff i remember a year ago mm. this was when i went home and did not come back for a while that's mad isn't it yeah it's and yeah like the whole feeling of like a whole year of lockdown and like i don't know i've got high hopes for like april and stuff and being able to go home at some point during easter but it just is it still feels really strange so it's got a bit of a weird and like i don't know we've promised that we're gonna facetime and get my nana on facetime as well which is gonna be an achievement but like it'll be nice but it's, it's obviously just not the same so yeah but Overall, pretty positive still, though. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They were so happy, bless them. Um, so, should we go into topic of yeah. the week? Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we could probably be, be here all day um, talking about this, so we'll try and, like, keep it, like, nice and clear about what we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, this year, International Women's Day was on Monday. Um... I feel like I kind of missed, like, loads of the posts and stuff because mm. I was working on Monday and I, like, was kind of sad. Like, I came after and, like, was trying to, like, look for everyone's stories all the mm. stuff that they posted. Um, but it's about choosing to challenge. So, like, I think first of all, we're just going to talk about, like, what, like, that means to us kind of thing and, like, mm. you know, like, how, how re- like, realistically you can do it kind of mm. thing. Um, so, like, it's about kind of us being in control of, like, our our actions and what we can do and like holding some responsibility to speak kind of thing um which like i think we can all agree is like not that easily done is it Mm, yeah definitely um depending on environment as well like i don't know about you but um like a lot of um things like in my life I feel like if you speak sometimes like that doesn't necessarily mean like oh you're you know being empowering to yourself and other people it's like Mm. it also has consequences on like how then like you're treated and things like that yeah definitely um especially like in a workplace um where like for example for me like a lot of my seniors are all men and Mm. like they're like can they can be really welcoming of like women coming into their like specialities for example but a lot of them like I've not had like the best experiences with um 
like kind of being allowed the same responsibilities mm. and like taking part as much as like my male counterparts I'd say yeah definitely I completely can empathize I feel like and then in that situation like how best do you challenge because it's kind of like a lot of men like find it difficult to understand because they've never been in this position where like mm. you can I feel like sometimes in situations like that you can almost feel that like it's because you're a woman and like you can't explain that to that feeling to someone who has never experienced it before. Yeah. yeah. And when, like you say, there's, like, a reputation risk and, like, there's obviously, like, a hierarchy there, it's kind yeah. of difficult to kind of navigate. I think the best thing to do would actually be to, like, say something there and then to that person and make them aware and, like, just say, you know, like, why does this person get to, like, kind of, you know, mm. have this responsibility and I don't kind of thing. But then, like, I think what I would do in, like, in my actual, like, experience is probably go to, like, someone else who's, Mm -hmm. like, an external, like, source and then tell them about my experience. But then it's almost, like, am I, like, is there Mm -hmm. actually going to be any, like, change happened or are they going to be, like, told about it? So, like, am I actually, like, challenging them? Not, like, probably Mm -hmm. not. But, like, I find that really uncomfortable. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I think if you feel safe enough and comfortable enough to confront like in the moment and like not even like aggressively confront yeah, no. but like if you feel like you can just say like um I don't know like you say something subtle like oh why like can I have more responsibility or can I do what they are doing or like yeah. I don't know sort of then it's easier because I think as well if you go through like an external thing there's so much stigma around like I don't know, sort of, like, HR problems and stuff, like, with sexism and stuff, and you don't want it to become something that's, like, token, but obviously if that's the only safe route for you to go, then it's better than not saying anything at all. Mm. I think in, like, my job, like, the the management's not, like, terrible, like, that, well, no, it is, but I mean, like, (laughs) with, with, like, (laughs) females-wise, I feel like they're quite, like, understand that the, the men that work there are actually quite lazy, um, I don't really do much, but with the whole like, uh, there's been like posts on Instagram um, over the last few days that 97% of women or something like um, experience sexual harassment. And I was speaking to Josh about it the other day because like it's quite like a big thing like where I work, like these little throwaway comments that men think like don't actually like, th- to be fair, they, they don't have that much of an impact on me, but you know, if it's like every single shift and they're like this guy the other day if he listens to this I don't really give a shit um but um like basically he he was like oh I've got you a new nickname and I was like what and he's like oh airbags and I was like cool okay just Mm -hmm. sat there like reading my book and then later on like I was sat in the office and he came up to me and there was two other people in the office as well and he said it again like and I was like look I looked at like these other two people in the office and I went like do I come to work to be sexually harassed and he he was just like oh well I'm only joking and I was like do I think you're joking have you ever asked me if it's okay to call me that or if Mm. that sort of nickname actually offends me which I I get it all the time I don't actually give a shit but it's just the the principle of like it's not okay yeah yeah we shouldn't have to like I don't, and it's also mm. like promote it and it me it means that other and especially like in the environment that we work like there's a very like high um like likelihood that other like people listening are likely to be encouraged by that kind of thing and then it just yeah. um like makes it something that's like commonly like accepted among everyone in yeah, the environment yeah. and like it's not acceptable at all no, no. and um I think like I've been told that I'm like you know not um you know like I'm not I, I don't have the ability to make a joke or I'm not fun or like I don't have a yeah. sense of humor so because I'm not going to accept it and like that is such a common thing that's said back to women when they're being yeah, like, like oh, inappropriately just, spoken to yeah or like oh it's just like dark humor kind of thing that kind of thing always comes up it's kind of like well it's easy for you to say when you're not like being <laughs> oppressed or harassed <laughs> yeah yeah it is really difficult. I just feel like there's not there's not even like that much like what what would I comment on if I was to go up to a man and say something sexually inappropriate like what what would I say like mm-hmm. I don't actually know yeah it doesn't even go through my mind like no. yeah. anything no. of the sort like mm. no yeah it's strange isn't it 
Mm. COVID. Very. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's just like an intro. Oh, yeah, to, like intro speaking to up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got women, women who inspire us. Um, I don't know. I, I think like I've just put my text at the top. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so many people, like, I can't even begin to, and do you know when I was, like, writing them down, just so, like, I didn't forget, I, I'd, like, also just couldn't think about all the people that mm. I probably, like, do look up to, and, like, not even, like, in an idolization way, like, I don't mm. want to be anyone else, like, I'm really happy with, like, who I am, but, like, there's things that motivate me to work hard for my own goals, because that's what other people do, that's, like, more of, like, a thing that I that I find, um, and, um, I guess, like, with the whole, like, Meghan Markle, like, Mm. um, she, just, aside from everything that's going on recently, like, I'm just, like, in awe of, like, how, you know, she has so many passions, and, like, she's facilitated them in her life with, like, civil rights activism, and, like, she's, like, been an actress, and she obviously, like, is really passionate, passionate Mm. about that but she's also like helped a lot of charities and she's a mum and um like she's just a really like strong independent woman um and Mm. yeah like I think she's quite inspiring and other people just like um there's a lot of like women in medicine who like Mm. are like colleagues of mine or like other like people in higher places that have really um like obviously faced tougher times than I will hopefully in the future um to get to where they want to be and had leadership roles um there was one um gp who was really like inspirational for me who sadly um passed away quite recently which was really like upsetting for a lot of us because um she'd like shaped quite a lot of our like uni experience um and taught us and um she was quite into like leadership roles and she helped in the pandemic and I just think she's amazing but she had her own struggles with mental health sadly um which yeah like it's still it still kind of like upsets me now but um yeah I think even I still think about her a lot like when I'm when I face struggles mm. in uni and things like that um and also just like a lot of my family and friends like you guys um all the women in dance um who yeah just like kept me going every monday night at dance through <laughs> rehearsals and everything but yeah i could go off for ages so i'm just gonna mm. i'm just gonna go f- go for those <laughs> cool yeah i think as well like it's kind of the same like i feel like everyone's quite inspiring in like their own way like there's not just one person who really like stands out as wow this woman's like amazing i'm gonna follow everything that she does for life um <laughs> but but yeah like i put um like female paralympians and stuff like that obviously they're not just um overcome like the gender difference but they've also you know they've got disabilities as well so i think that's really like inspirational um and then i put stuff like single mothers like um i my mum was a single mother and honestly like thinking that she brought up three kids by herself just really you know it's it's quite good to say where we are now like we're not unsuccessful let's say (laughs) so it proves that single mums can do it um and then I also put like Vera Lynn which I thought was quite nice because obviously her music has like increased happiness around people like before and then even this time like during Covid the songs like we come around and I feel like it kind of brought everyone together again which i thought was quite nice so yeah cute go on zoe yeah i actually yeah i actually it's strange because like obviously you've both already said that like none of us want to like idolize anybody but like i actually kind of found it kind of hard to think of people like obviously there must be so many people in my life like i find like i find you guys kind of inspiring sometimes I guess (laughs) but like um like it's kind of hard to think because I think there's so many people like I don't know people who I follow like on Instagram and things like that who like I've I would say inspire me but then like I just don't like to I don't like to idolize because no one's actually perfect like for example like the Mm. first person who came to mind like it's like I don't know I don't know if you say inspiring but like I really like Florence Given and like everything like I feel like she's changed the way I think about feminism quite a lot 
but at the same time like especially recently there's been a lot coming out about whether she's done enough for like um including like um like women of color and like if she's like passed the mic enough to like her like black like counterparts and stuff and it just makes me think like I feel like I went through a bit of a period of being like, wow, like Florence is so amazing and stuff. And then it's kind of like, oh, actually, no, she's not. But then it's kind of like, actually, nobody really yeah. is. So, like, yeah. I kind of find it a bit difficult. But either way, like, I've got a couple of people, like, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with saying that people, like, inspire you. So I've got a couple of people. Um, there's This is a bit of a random one. I don't actually know a lot about Lady Gaga. But there's this clip of her, which actually, like, gives me, like, life. I actually love it. Like, it's from years ago. Someone's, like, interviewing her. And there's, it's like a man, obviously. And he's saying, like, oh, um, he says something like, oh, do you not think that you're giving off, like, a bad impression to, like, young, like, young girls and stuff, like, being sexual and things like that? And she just, like, oh, she just, like, combats it so well in what she says. I'm just going to do it shame by, like, trying to repeat what she said. But she basically was saying, like, if, like, I was sat here and I was a man and had a cigarette in my hand and I was, like, playing rock music and stuff, you'd be saying, whoa, you're such, like, a rock star. You're so cool. <laughs> like, and, he, and, like, you could just say unapologetically, like, I love women and, like, I love having sex with women and stuff if you were a man. But then she said that, like, because she's a woman and because she likes to make pop music, suddenly that's not allowed. And, like, mm -hmm. that's just... They have to question if, like, it's okay for young girls to be listening to that. And kind of similar with, like... I don't know, you think about, like, Megan Thee Stallion and, like, Cardi B and stuff like that. Everyone's so quick to be like, oh, these, like, lyrics are so gross and, like, so over-sexual. And it's kind of like, well, male rappers have been singing about very explicit things about women. And, like, women. literally yeah. about women, uh, women as, like, objects. Yeah. And, like, and pleasurable sometimes things even, for them. And like, sometimes even, like, violent, like, imagery, yeah. like, about women. And yet, where is there the question about that? Like, where is the outrage about that? So... But yeah, but I just like that Lady Gaga clip because she just sums it up so well and she's just completely unapologetic about what she says and stuff. So that's really good. Mm. Um, and then another one is um, Monroe Bergdorf. She's like a transgender model and activist and she was like the first transgender model, I think in the UK generally, but at least um, in the UK for L'Oreal. But she was dropped um, from their like that like she was fired basically because she was tweeting about racism so then a few a few years later uh, like this year just gone with black lives matter and stuff when l'oreal was posting like their black lives matter statement and stuff all for sort of publicity she was very outspoken and said like how can you have um fired me for speaking out and then use yeah. all this for publicity oh and stuff. God. But now she's, like, literally thriving. She's very successful. And L'Oreal have, like, hired her on their diversity committee now. So, like... Mm. <clears throat> but I just find it quite inspiring. Like, especially being a transgender woman, like, you, like, face such unique, like, challenges and, like, um, stuff like that. So I think I find it very inspiring. Mm. Um, and another one is, like, Emma Watson. She's, like, obviously... I feel like she's quite a famous feminist and like she's obviously worked for the UN on like the women's board and as well I find her quite interesting in that she obviously like she was like a typical like child star but then I find it quite interesting thinking about how like her versus like Daniel Radcliffe have grown up in the starlight and how people have been very quick to like sexualize her as soon as she's like over the age of consent and stuff and like and yet Daniel Radcliffe there's he's always faced kind of stuff like oh no like I don't want to see like a sex scene with Daniel Radcliffe in it because he's Harry Potter, but it's kind of like, I don't know, like, mm. just the comparison's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But also I think I find, I like Emma Watson because she's been quite outspoken about like being accountable for her own sort of like white feminism. And also she's very like trans inclusionary. Like she's spoken out against JK Rowling and like being like a, a turf and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's quite interesting actually. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's like plenty, but just like mm. thinking about like what, yeah, like how other women like influence us as well. Just mm. like what you see and things like that. There's loads of people and I try and like even make sure that I'm like following like people on Instagram mm. who I like actually resonate with their kind of like, like values and things mm. like that and like what they post and like just be like not making out that they're... Mm, yeah. I don't know, like, 
perfect whatever. <coughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Kind of thing. Um, amazing. So, we were going to talk about, like, women's rights, like, what, what we've seen happen, and then what, what we want to happen kind of thing. And, like... Mm. Yeah, I think this was quite hard for me just just because of like I can't remember all the dates exactly off the top mm. of my head and things like that. Um but like I know obviously I think it's it's hard because we've seen a lot of progression over over the last few years, but I think that's like made other people think like wow, like look how far we've come kind of thing. Mm, yeah. But I'm like from nothing. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like it literally like doesn't mean like it is that doesn't encompass all the things that are still like really fundamentally wrong yeah um, and there are like a lot of um papers out there and like publications that you can read on all things like that so i don't think that's like a very you know your own research educational thing um but yeah i've put stuff like um more like shared pre- um parent like responsibilities but in work like i think i remember speaking to um one of the like registrars who I was working with and she was like she went to HR to say to them like her and her husband both work in medicine and she said to them like they both want completely equal um like time off like Mm -mm. leave like maternity paternity leave and then they both want to come back at the same time kind of thing so like they're just going to split it completely equal and like it was literally unheard of like mm. they were like well I don't really know how we can do that like we'd have to write up like a whole new contract and she was like <laughs> what the it. hell <clears throat> like so weird she was like I'm not uh, I'm literally asking for something so simple like it's yeah. completely split 50% like you can do the same like thing for both of us mm. like blah, blah blah and then they were like oh we're gonna have to come back to you like I'm not sure how we do that and oh, I'm just so like, ridiculous. what um <laughs> so yeah that that I didn't even realize that was happening but I don't know if that's more because mm-hmm. I have not reached that part yet but like that worries me about like the future yeah. and like trying to organize mm-hmm. all of those things um yeah and then there was like necessary stress say mm-hmm. again unnecessary stress yeah that's what I mean and then like you're pregnant and you're having to worry about mm. like oh yeah um and then, like, there was the first, like, um, FGM, like, someone was, like, convict, like convicted for, like, supporting and, like, um, running, like, the pro- like doing procedures and stuff. Um, what, what, where was that? Um, I think it was, like, I think someone in, like, the UK was, like... Oh, wow. Yeah, not... It's, it's shocking how, like, widespread <clears throat> it is, even in our country. I oh, feel like yeah, it's... like, it's completely... Even, like, um some women ask, like, you know, like, to say if they wanted it to be, like, like, um, <clears throat> cosmetically, like, uh, changed again yeah. after, like, birth or something, mm. things like that. Like, it's literally, like, you can't... And it's about, like, addressing the fact that it's, like, illegal and, like, mm. making it clear that, like, that is not acceptable in the UK. Yeah. And um, I think, mm. obviously, there's a lot of work going on in, like, countries that are, um, that traditionally, like, FGM is very common. Mm. Um, but, like, women here don't realise that also we, like, and a lot of women still ask for it. And, like, I've seen in, like, clinics and stuff like mm. that that um, they've said, you know, like, once I like have my child can you like you know that's yeah. so strange um, i've never even really heard of that to be honest yeah so um fgm is like a massive topic just yeah, in itself but though um yeah there was like the first um <clears throat> like someone was convicted that's for good. like supporting it um but obviously like that doesn't even like cover the I'm thousands sure of like yeah women mm-hmm. um and then obviously we have like our pay gaps that are massive <sighs> Like, I can't even begin <clears throat> to just, like, mm. there is no reasonable explanation. This, this is, this uh, is this my... I, I could literally talk about this for so long, but this boy, like, I actually, like, I might even send this to him, like, afterwards, because I literally, <laughs> he literally made my blood boil once, like, he said to me that women are, like, more naturally predisposed to being carers, so people like teachers or, like, working in healthcare and, like... Um, being a stay-at-home mum and stuff so naturally there would be like a gender pay gap between women because they won't go for senior roles because like women don't like senior roles and I was just like shut up I was like that is just not true like at all and it's kind of like it's very easy for you to say 
when mm. like you've never actually felt any barrier in your life like yeah. <laughs> like it, of that kind like oh and it was just so difficult like to like actually compute like actually know like women aren't afforded as much opportunity and actually it's people like him who think oh women aren't logical thinkers they wouldn't want to go for like a more logical role which to pays more because of like just who they are and no, it's kind it's, of like not enough access yeah. for us yeah. for these roles exactly. and like yeah. apprenticeships yeah. and stuff like if you look yeah. at the number of um the number of mm. males against like against females in these like who get them it's literally mm. insane especially in those like jobs like engineering like construction yeah um yeah things even, like that yeah stuff like finance and like law yeah. and stuff because they're very like you typically imagine someone to be very like logical and like um sort of like I don't know reasonable kind of thinkers and problem solvers and stuff which is stuff that you typically associate with like men and like masculinity which is just completely like wrong and like this it's so like ingrained in society and that just makes me angry I know um like I remember saying there was like an ad that the government made for like stay Mm. at home yeah (laughs) had these pictures of these houses and like the men were just like lying on the sofa and then like the women were like with a hoover and like a child and I was just like they didn't even realize no they didn't because it was when like there was some backlash that then they had yeah. to like remove the ad. Oh, and like, how did that go through so many stages of like, like yeah. I don't know. There must have been so many people who had to look at that advert to get it published. Yeah, and no one like. But like, thought. I'm sure there's plenty of men though as well that would be happy to do like caring roles and want to be there yeah. looking after their children at yeah. home yeah. and like do a lot of housework and all these mm. things like. But as well, like then their jobs and other people mm. in their jobs don't allow for that yeah. shared because it's not a thing yeah definitely so it's like well why where's your wife or what yeah. like yeah. why can't she be doing that and it's like i'm sure they want to so like that's not a thing on like men not being it like but it's just the how society has yeah like um, the expectation yeah mm. has put in barriers I think I'm quite like guilty as well like you know if, if someone comes to me and i'm like oh you know like what course do you do and if they were to say in like engineering i'd be like oh like that's interesting and i'd actually think like there's probably not a lot of like men on uh, females on that course but i don't even know if if that's wrong of me to think like i'm assuming that they're going to be doing that sort of nurturing caring degree even though they're not yeah you you know like there's been even since we were younger there's been such an increase in like stem like subjects and i think that's like really progressed whereas like i think when I was younger, I actually wanted to be a teacher. And now, like, obviously, I want to go into more science. And I think that's mm. probably, you know, due to something like that, like that movement of, you know, you are actually allowed to do these subjects sort of thing. I think it's really quite good. But, mm. yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's it's even silly things like, um, like obviously, I've got, like, um, I'm going into, like, the finance sector, and, like, I don't know, like, my nan especially, like, obviously it's kind of typical that it would be someone, like, from, like, an older, like, generation. But she's, like, quite yeah. guilty of saying, like, oh, like, things like, oh, like, um, are you going to find that, like, kind of difficult? Or, like, what about the long hours and stuff? And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, you're not saying that to, like, my partner, who's also going into finance and is a man. So it's kind of just strange stuff like that, like, you yeah. know. <laughs> Yeah, like, do, do like, men have the same worries as I do when I'm picking, like, mm. like what speciality I want to do? Because, like, I'm worried about not being able to, like, have um, time, like, a, like a, a good maternity leave, mm. a good, like, way that I can um, not have to do night shifts for the rest of my life yeah. so that I yeah. can be, like, at home with my children and stuff. Um, and I'm sure... Like, you know, do men, like, are men, like, thinking, well, yeah, that, I also want to not do a speciality that has all these night shifts forever because I need yeah. to be there to, like, help my children in the middle yeah. of the night and, like, like make sure. Job, that's yeah. a big consideration, is it, for men? Like, yeah, but it's, like, if, if your, if your, like, husband, for example, mm. is then already, like, got his career planned out and mm. wants to do yeah. that then, like, it doesn't leave much scope Yeah, it feels like you have to kind of work around that rather than this is actually what What I I want want to do. do. Yeah. 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 Mm. 
And I think the massive thing that's come to light recently is about um, sex ed in schools. Mm. <laughs> Ridiculous. I actually had, like, I had to think quite, like, in the back of my brain to what, like, sex ed <laughs> yeah. was in school. But I, I do remember better. it a bit. Um, <laughs> and, like, the bits I do remember were not, like, nothing that I think is actually relevant now mm. to, like, mm. make, you know. Yeah, I, I remember... Mm. Sorry. No, you go. <laughs> no, I remember my um, sex education was basically we um, were going to have this like video played to the whole class. And then because ours was like a Church of England school, we actually had to like send a letter out to the parents asking if they were OK with it. And because some of them did have an issue with it, we had to completely change the way that it was run. Girls and boys got separated mm. like into different rooms. Boys were taught about male shit. Like, females were taught about the female shit. And then, like, we didn't ever learn about anything else. Yeah, and I was just like... But even that was just so basic. It was like, you know, it's the penis, it's the vagina, like... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was literally just so, like, basic. Like, there was no sort of teaching about any of it. Mm -hmm. Like, anatomy or, like, what this does or yeah. I think like even now people still don't know where they wee from like that's yeah. an issue <laughs> I know <laughs> don't even get me started yeah. <laughs> um yeah literally so bad it's like <laughs> all the most important things that you like need to know about as well like in growing mm. up you just don't the only thing I do remember is like they they taught about like male masturbation yeah and like really? yeah um and like Cause and and I remember like you they they taught you about like wet dreams and stuff yeah and like mm. yeah and it was all like about men and like I do remember that mm. very well and um yeah I remember having like being there like, was no other conversation to, about women and I remember being taught how to put like a condom on like on like a like plastic thing like as if I was doing yeah. it on a penis but it's kind of like I like let's say I was a lesbian <laughs> is that really something yeah, that is relevant to me yeah and like as well like. Yeah, like, why am I being taught that when, like, I like, probably... Like, men aren't taught about, con- like, uh, other female, like, contraception. Yeah, Like, literally. what options we have. Yeah. To, to be fair, like, I was taught how to use a femidon. Not that I've ever used one. Yeah, and not that that's actually, like, like, very common. I think I actually went to the front of the class and told everyone how to, like, do it. <laughs> because he asked me to, because I was obviously a pro in explaining it. Wow. But, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> mm. But anyway, yeah, I think it's just... I think they are working on it. But again, it's mm. just, like, all these works in progress that are not actually... Mm. Even just, like, silly random things as well. Like, <clears throat> just about, like, what, like, vaginas, like, look like and stuff. Like, I feel like yeah. there's pro- there's so many, like, girls who, like, are conscious of, like, I don't know, like, the colour of their vagina or, like, the way their, like, lips and stuff are. And, like, it's kind of, like, there's a big stigma about different types of, like, vaginas. And it's kind of, yeah. like, but actually, if we were all taught that at school, we would all just know it's a universal fact that no one's vagina is the same and you can't expect, yeah. like, a perfectly plucked, like, <laughs> naked, Spring pink, pink, like, tiny little <laughs> fanny because that's just not what anyone really has. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know, yeah. but it's like, why are these convers? Why can these conversations not be hard? Yeah. Like, why, mm. like even men using that as like an almost like a, mm. a horrible comment. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you think I actually care? Yeah, what oh, you yeah. Think? And I've seen stuff like like a couple of times recently, like on like um like Twitter or like even like TikTok and stuff, where like it's like a man has like like said publicly something about like his woman like his girlfriend's like knickers or something and being like what the hell is this in her knickers and like publicly like humiliating her about it and it's kind of like why do grown men not know what discharge is and yet we know all about like semen and like pre common stuff like no i don't know like yeah like why (laughs) why do men not know about that like it's just like ridiculous yeah i can feel them like if they're watching being quite uncomfortable right now but yeah yeah literally but why yeah like if we have to listen to them talking about oh i'm just gonna go for a quick wank why can't we like do you know what i mean yeah literally it's almost like in like just in not like an 
not normal thing for them. No, I don't know. Yeah. It's so strange. But yeah. I also read this fact that Chloe that I thought you would like that um women like in public are more likely to be like sectioned for like psycho like psychotic symptoms and things like that than like a man and um women are more likely to be restrained multiple times and there's been more deaths from like women being restrained face down multiple times in like psychiatric units than that's so strange yeah but like, I was just like, like weird how that's like not reported. Like I would never have known mm. that. That's terrible. Yeah, I just I don't know where I found it actually, but I was just reading and mm. found that. But strange. Yeah. Um realised we've like spoken about a lot. I don't know if there was anything else that you guys wrote down that you like did actually want to discuss for that bit. Um, I probably just like related to my workplace thing before, like there should be a little bit more that you can do about it, like you should be able to go and tell someone, oh, this person's literally sexually harassing me day in, day out. Like, yeah. There should be something done about it. Whereas they'll probably just get a little, oh, can you please not do that? Or, like, don't, nothing will happen. Like, but mm. why, why should I, like, have to go to work and experience that sort of shit? Like, it's just not fair. Mm. Um, I think there was a comment made as well about, like, what, um, what, like, trousers like girls were wearing and Mm. stuff like tight trousers that like obviously shape your bum or whatever but like it's ridiculous men like what's wrong with a man wearing like a slim trouser like and that like that we're wearing something that promotes us being like a sexually assaulted or um or like we're asking for oh, X, Y, yeah. Z. Like, this is still a massive thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've heard, like, several times. Mm. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, insane. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah I think like, you wrote a few things. I don't know if you wanted to cover Yeah, them. I'll try and do, like, a whistle-stop tour because, like, I feel like <laughs> we, can, we can talk so long about all these different things. <laughs> but um, I think something that, like... Um, Oh, I wrote it down on... Has this, like, refreshed? Oh, sorry, I've not updated it. No, it's because there was, like... Oh, I can try and remember it. It was just because it was, like, a couple of statistics. Like, uh, so I didn't want to get it wrong, but, like, I can just say, but obviously just might, disclaimer, it might be wrong. I might be able to just connect and see if I can refresh it. Oh, I'm not sure. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but it was basically about, like, violence against women. Like, I think kind of linked to something we said earlier about how a lot of people think because we've come a long way <clears throat> that's just good and that feminists are just bitter about nothing when the change has been good but like I think violence yeah. against women is just so rarely actually talked about anymore when like yeah there's like some statistics I like read in this book that I read recently which just shocked me they, like this book was only published like in 2018 or 19 or something and it, yeah, a couple of statistics was um, women aged 15 to 44 worldwide are more likely to die from male violence than cancer, malaria, war and traffic accidents combined. And it's just like shocking, wow. like, and I just had no idea that like, it was so like, like widespread, like, and just so like fatal, like for women. And as well, American women are beaten every se- nine seconds and it's the number one cause of injury for American women. And it's just like, how can people say that like people we've come so far and like men don't like yeah. beat their wives anymore when it's kind of like it's obvious that they are and like no one wants to talk about it anymore and like people are very quick to sort of say oh like I don't know like there's just nothing you can actually say about that and the perpetrators like almost all of the time are male and yet there's no like campaigns and stuff like or governmental policies trying to convince men not to hurt women anymore like it's all about like what women can do to be less (laughs) targets and it's just like just ridiculous but um also just like another couple of things is like abortion and reproductive rights why is this still a debate like i just don't understand it like i've heard horror stories about um women who've like tried to go and get i've forgotten what the actual technical term is but when they try and get like their tubes tied 
um and like they've like gone on their own and then the doctor's been like oh does your like husband know about this and then if they even if they say yes they'll be like oh we'll proceed if your husband comes to your next appointment and says it's okay it's like actually no this has nothing to do with my husband like this is not his body and even like it's just ridiculous like and obviously abortion and stuff like i just don't understand why like people with like religious views about it and stuff why they think that they can police what the whole population does i have no idea but i just don't can't believe it's still like debated and um just random like um the i feel like the last thing i'll say is just about intersectionality i think that in like recent like years um feminism and stuff has started to become more intersectional but i think that there's still like quite a long way to go i think there's a lot of feminists who can be guilty of like sort of being like white feminists and not actually acknowledging like the unique struggles that like black women face or like sort of turfism so like trans exclusionary feminism like jk rowling and stuff like she's obviously very publicly like said about her like trans like transphobic opinions and stuff but how like detrimental that is to feminism as a whole like is rarely talked about yeah and i I just think that like going forward that is definitely something that within feminism a lot of people like should be focusing on and like just yeah yeah, and just sort of saying like sort of trying to understand like who like how do we define womanhood and like Yeah. yeah just sort of debates around that is quite important but yeah i've kind of quickly summed up yeah there's a lot a lot yeah i could talk for so long about it so i need to just yeah (laughs) we'll make these next sections a little bit quicker (laughs) yeah so we can chat away um yeah so like just advocating women's rights in our own lives i feel like just mainly like i'm part of like sheffield women in medicine and like just um helping like other um students get in touch with women and um jobs that they might be interested mm. in and like helping with advice on like careers and things like that and mentoring um and also like getting involved in specialities that they um they feel are like not represented by women um and then also like just obviously empowering like friends and other women that I know and just mm. making them feel valued and just as important um is also like something that I'm that I am passionate about um and yeah just like realizing I'm probably like in like a privately like typed thing is just mm. realizing when I'm being treated unfairly and like um ba- like based on my gender and just like flagging it um yeah mm. yeah it doesn't have to be like in a public way but yeah you can mm. just reflect on things yourself yeah um, definitely yeah um for me I'll I find it hard because I do keep quiet about it, you know. Um, yeah, but I, I just find it hard, like, how are you meant to, like, confront people who you do see as, like, above you and stuff? Unless I'm in a really, really, like, piss-poor mood, I'm very unlikely to open my mouth, like, and, like, confront someone about something like that. Um, yeah, I it affects like your I'm, mood and, like, upsets yeah. you when you're, like, you've upset me, but now I'm upset if I'm having to confront yeah. you. Mm. Exactly. But then I, I feel like just because I'm that used to it and so used to things that do happen, like, I do kind of just let it go over my head, which is bad, but <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll sort it out. I'll, I'll be an activist next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, For me, I think, um, for one obviously for want of a better word but I just try to not be afraid to be like a bitch because I think like um I've come to realize that you either take this shit and like feel crap because someone's harassed you or feel like be walked over at work like or like just take everything on the chin and just feel crap about it in private or people think that you're a bitch because you've called them out and you've made them uncomfortable and I feel like I'd much rather be like a, like an unapologetic like person who isn't afraid to say like no that's not okay or I'm not gonna laugh at your sexist joke like and, and you can also of... call out other women yeah, yeah. definitely yeah, yeah definitely and like um 
yeah because I think it you kind of get to the point where you realize you can't actually win so you may as well kind of let that sort of set you free and like mm. mean that you sort of can like call things out obviously I know it's not always possible but like I try and think about it like that um and also um I like to I've tried to check myself quite a lot I think in like recent years I've kind of noticed that I've actually got quite like a lot of kind of internalized misogyny which makes me think like I'll be quite quick to um I'll admit I'm quite quick to judge a lot of girls who do specific things like um I don't know like for example if some like a friend of mine like posts something and she's like got like her boobs out and she's really flaunting it I feel like I'm guilty of sometimes I'll be thinking like oh like did you really need to post that but then I just need to like sort of check myself and think why am I thinking that and actually Mm -hmm. she's just loving herself loving her body and like proudly flaunting that and she owns her body like and why is that a negative thing like it shouldn't be and like even other things like I don't know I feel like it's quite easy like I've noticed quite a lot of different times just different things that I've noticed that I like will judge people for but then it's not actually because of any fault of them it's just something like in me that sort of makes me think oh no like that's not right so just checking myself and kind of reflecting and then moving forward (laughs) but also um kind of in a more professional environment over like the summer like when I had this internship I like got quite involved with like um this um sort of women in transformation like which was like the sector I was working in and it was like actually so good but I kind of found that like just as a general rule for anyone like wanting to do something like that in the workplace is that generally if you just pursue something and do it like and organize like a women's thing at work or like try and make do some work for this your boss is just going to be like and if you tell your boss then they'll just be like oh wow like that's really good like even if they're not fully on page with like feminism and stuff it looks very good from from like for them anyway so like that's the kind of thing where like if you take charge and do something like that then it's very like empowering for you and can help other women and also it's like a win-win like you're like boss isn't gonna say no like you can't do that or or anything like that so just generally just like take the plunge and do something like that but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so hopefully there's some prompts mm. there for further of your own research and whatever we've said that you might, like, find interesting. Mm. Or, like, yeah, if you want to, like, discuss anything with us separately, then we're more than happy. <laughs> um, so, Chloe, do you want to kick us off on your new section? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've started, like, a news article section just about the topic we're speaking about, like that week um so mine for this week is basically there's been quite a lot of like comparison in like the media and so comparing like megan and kate and how megan's viewed quite like negatively yeah if kate did something it was like oh yeah like she looks fab and the one thing that like stood out but it's literally nothing but well no it is but <laughs> it was kind of like a, a one shoulder like dress thing and Kate's was like, oh yeah, like really flattering dress, uh, really classy and all this. And then Megan's was like, basically calling her a tramp for wearing it. And I was like, but, like why? Like it's a dress. Like royalty or not, like who gives a shit? Like I don't really pay that much attention to the royals. Like, well, it, like let them do what they want. Yeah. Like I, I feel like it's only them that really cares about what they do. Like I don't care if they want to, like flash like body all over instagram like they can do whatever they want Mm. um but yeah i think as well like the whole thing everyone's been so negative like towards megan for like coming out of this whole you know mental health thing like i don't understand like it's so damaging to Mm. put people down like if i go to a friend and say i'm really struggling right now and if that friend turned around and laughed at me Mm. it'd be like you know see you later you're a knob um and I just think there's so many celebrities in the past few years that have actually, you know, committed suicide mm-hmm. from online bullying, from trolls, from just the the media is just disgusting. And the fact that people are still out there, like, doing it and laughing at people's mental health makes me feel physically sick. Yeah, it's outrageous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just, like, horrible. being silenced and, like, mm. feeling like you don't have a voice somewhere must be really... Like, mm. I can't imagine ever feeling like I can't just say what, like, is really, truly bothering me and, like, mm. not receiving validation for, for that. Um, 
Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It must be heartbreaking. Mm. But there's so much to say on that. And again, if anyone would like to discuss that, we are all up and ready for it. <laughs> um, my news article, I, I meant to say a trigger warning earlier when I was talking about like violence and stuff, but I'll say a trigger warning now about the Sarah Everard case. Obviously, I, I think that's how you say her second name. Um, I'm not, obviously, I everyone knows what is going on what like the investigation is obviously still pending but they it seems like they're treating it like a murder um but like i feel like there's been a lot like i've seen like since it's all come out about how kind of on theme about how like every woman could have been like sarah and like it doesn't actually matter what you do like you can text your friends you can be on the phone to your partner you can um like have a rape alarm you can like yeah. like cover yourself up completely it doesn't actually matter like what you do as like a victim you can't prevent like stuff yeah. like happening to you and generally like it's quite it's a complete devastating tragedy but it seems like at least um from what i've seen obviously i might be in a bit of an echo chamber with all the people who i like but like it seems like a lot of people are posting trying to change the narrative from like oh how can we protect protect women and how can we protect people from like having this happen to them to like what can we do to make like to stop perpetrators before they actually do something like this it's like telling the women in that area like don't go out your house at night yeah and when it's dark oh it's just shocking isn't it and like i think as well like just sort of an emphasis on like men having to have these conversations with their like male friends and stuff about like and even just women having conversation with their male friends about like this like how our lives actually are and how often we think about different things to keep us safe like even like my boyfriend like oh there's been a few times where i've said to him like oh do you ever do this and he'll be like what why would you do that kind of thing like like locking my car doors or holding like my keys and stuff in my hand and it's kind of like i wouldn't even say i feel afraid but then when i think about it it's kind of like well what other reason (laughs) like would i do that Uh, but yeah but i just think it's quite like or like although it's like such a devastating tragedy i think it's like hopefully i pray that like it. it sort of helps some kind of change about like the whole yeah. narrative around things like that yeah definitely um i feel like i'm not really on topic today with all my my things in a way <laughs> but like Priority. i just like to say what i think what what is like actually real so um I, I'm a very avid news reader <laughs> and I like it's one of those apps I check like very mm. frequently like mm. I just enjoy being up to date and like I had I read one of the, those like long read articles about like a lady um she's from South Africa her name's Thembi you can find like the article um and she has HIV but she was like before she got HIV she was just like um promoting and like making helping those in the community that had hiv uh, like by making other people aware of like that it's not a shameful diagnosis and like it's so prevalent in countries such as south africa um and she'd like and now she advocates like a good death for people who never Mm -hmm. told anyone and like get aids and things like that and then they die from it and what they want and like she's um She's, like, someone who she'll literally, like, knock on people's door and, like, see if anyone in their home, like... Because mm. it's that common and that highly... Um, yeah. There's, like, so little, um, like, conversations about it mm. in these countries that have, like, so much of it. And she, like, promotes the, um, like, teaching awareness, like, how people contract it, um, what you can do to, like, help prevent, you know, like, further... Um, like conditions that you can get as a result of having um the virus and she has it herself and she's just so like um she's just really inspiring like such a cool woman and i think mm-hmm. like who would do that like in this country yeah. like she lit she was like people turn her away and say like how dare you like ask me if i'm su- if, if anyone's suffering from yeah. hiv but then like she has yeah. such a like a good impact on so many like sufferers yeah. lives and that's yeah, she's so really good. good. Read the article anyway. I can't, like, really make it, like, mm. as comprehensible as it is in the article. But it's quite quite interesting. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. 
so yeah, that was my read of the week. Um, should we go on to like, tips? Yeah, so yeah. top tip of the week. Um, mine is kind of linked to like um my lovely like Mother's Day weekend like baking and stuff. Um, I found that like obviously it might not be the same for everyone else, but like I find that doing kind things for others is actually like real therapy for like myself. And I think especially at the moment it's so difficult um to kind of like just seize a moment to like be kind to someone else and do something for someone else but I actually find that like it's a bit of like self-care I don't know why but like it's such like a good like feeling to like send someone like a cute little package or send like even just a silly card in the post to like a friend or something and I feel like it's been such a long time since I actually have done something like that and like sort of just actively just gone out and been like you know what I'm just gonna send like a card to my friend because I love her kind of thing and then like it's kind of like you just get that back like in your heart and I just think it's good therapy (laughs) I agree yeah I Mm. FaceTime that on like Mm. one a day and like we just randomly started talking for ages and we were just like kind of catching up on everything and then I was at work and I came home like late that night and like there was like this little um thing that came through the post like a letterbox thing and it had like all self-care like stuff in it and like you know when you just want to cry at like how much you needed that right there and then it was like the perfect moment Mm. and I was just like oh like it was just it made me really really happy and I think like she probably didn't even expect that like Mm. that would be the time I'd find it like there or when I got home but like it just, yeah, it was just such a, like, um, like, thoughtful thing, so, mm. yeah, it was cute. It's lovely. Um, is it my tip? Mm. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, mine's kind of running on the same lines, to be honest, like, oh, I've got low back. <laughs> low battery. Oh, sorry, we paused, I had low battery. Um, <laughs> yeah, what was I, say? oh, yeah, mm. so, um, I think, like, for me, it's, like, we've been talking about, like, how, at the minute, because there's so many things in our lives that we're, like, upset about in the lockdown and everything, we just feel like we're complaining all the time about little things, and, like, um, I'd just, like, see Zoe and be like, ugh, this is really annoying me, and then I'm, like, I'm not even, like, that, like, just generally, like, upset Mm. or annoyed, but, like, I just have been, like, making these comments, and I feel, like, I'm trying to actually focus on, like, giving out, like, some good energy or good vibes mm-hmm. when I, like, see people and be like, oh, my God, like, you know, this, like, this good thing happened today or, like, yeah. I'm really happy about this or, mm-hmm. like, you know, just, like, a nice conversation starter. And then I feel like you then reciprocate, like, someone else's good energy rather than, like, if I complain, she'll complain back yeah, definitely. about something. Yeah. Whereas if I say, like, oh, my God, this happened today, and then you'll be like, oh, my God, well done. Like, that's really yeah. good. And, like, actually, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? It's just that I feel like I need to, like, consciously be more, like, positive just in daily, like, conversations, basically. Mm. And then I feel like I'll yeah. get that back and it will actually make me feel better. That's so that's my tip. I feel like usually as well. We have, like, an outlet to, like, you know, when we're doing social events and seeing people, that's sort of the way that you get out everything that you're, like, sort of feeling. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. even though you're not being negative about it, the way to, like, get mm-hmm. rid of the negative vibes is to do something fun for yourself, I think, just to, like, get over it. And because we can't do that, I feel like everyone is just a little bit more like negative yeah it is hard because the same people yeah the same people that like obviously i rant to you guys all the time are like the same Mm. people that you are the only people i'm seeing so then it is literally just like me ranting all the time and i'm like oh yeah yeah we're all guilty of us fine um but yeah my top tip of the week is um i actually kind of had two but i can share them both this time um yeah i feel like educate yourself on what's going on around you so i like i said today don't really pay that much attention to really what's going on in the news feminism racism like i i just i'm ignorant that's all i'm guilty of it so i just feel like i just need to educate myself at some point i find time for it when, when I quit my job <laughs> and, then, and then another one was Josh said something to me last night about like um, sometimes like 
basically in a nutshell, I can't even remember what he said. But it's basically like money isn't everything. Like it's not like you could have like a less paid job or something and actually get a lot more satisfaction from it. And that you know, like you just got to weigh up the positives and negatives of life, basically. Mm. So yeah, yeah, agree. That's it. I do agree. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> cool. Um. Oh, we ran over, like, a little bit of our hour, but I thought it was going to take much longer, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, we Um, sped it up quite well at the end. But, yeah, sorry if, like, this has been kind of like a a whistle-stop tour of a lot of things, but I feel like we're all quite passionate about Mm. about these things. And, um, yeah, if anyone, as usual, wants to listen again, it'll be on Spotify. Um, Otherwise, if you're interested in being a guest or want to talk about something you're really passionate about, let us know. Otherwise... Next week, next week we actually have the um, mental health officer from like Sheffield Uni coming on and having a little chat to us about That's something exciting. to do with mental health. I'm not really sure yet, so mm. that will be nice and fun. Yay! Um, but yeah, okay. That's that. Thanks wow. for joining us, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> See you next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I never know if